welcome to Fans of All. It's the end of the world as we know it, and we feel fine. I'm joined by Captain. Howdy. Intern Eric. Intern Eric. Mickey. Hi. And Jeff. Aloha. I'm Scott, and I'm here to talk you and guide you through the end of times. It's a sad time. We lo- we're losing the Avengers. We're losing Star Wars. We're losing Game of, Game of Thrones. The 3DS, Swamp Thing, The Punisher, and most of the Marvel Netflix universe. And uh, we'll be talking about all those things and more today. Uh, so our first topic, the end of the MCU. The end of an era, really. It really is. Uh, yeah. Ten years in the making. Now, the truth is, the MCU will be continuing. It will. It will. This is not the actual end-in. It's not like they're not making any more. So no. we want to make that a clear distinction that we are clearly aware of the fact that it will be continuing. The past ten years of the Marvel Universe would, I say, be akin to the original Star Wars trilogy. I have said that many That's times. That's going to be the question. Actually, yeah. well, uh, I've said many times that the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe is the Star Wars of uh, my generation, the, the millennial generation. Yes, mm-hmm. I will say that when uh, when they started off with the very first Iron Man, nobody, nobody expected. It. I don't even think Marvel expected it to be as well received as it was. Yeah. Well, but they were still coming off the tales of the Incredible Hulk, which was good. And I mean, who doesn't love Edward Norton and all that? Yeah, but, but the time it, wasn't it right wasn't. for a Hulk It really solo wasn't. And we well, had just had one with no. Eric Bana that was, again, not uh, awful. It was a fun terrible. film to watch, but it wasn't something you could build on. The problem was it was still too cartoony. The CGI was not good enough. So when you saw the Hulk, you saw a cartoon amongst real uh, live actors, real sets, and it was pretending to be real. You know, unlike Roger Rabbit, where the cartoons were cartoons, cartoons. Yeah. so that was the premise. It works when you have a show that is all cartoon. That works because that's what you're going to expect. Yeah. When you see a cartoon that is supposed to be part of real life, it brings you out of the show. And you're saying, yes. eh, that's just, that's not real. I'm I my it's hard to suspend disbelief with that. It's your yes. CGI well, crowd syndrome. Yes, you, exactly. You can't have a CGI crowd. It's too noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually just read an article from uh, 2009. I think it was. Uh, it was right before the first Iron Man movie came out, and they were 2008. 2008. Uh, and uh, it was an interview with Robert Downey Jr., and he, he's talking about how, you know, this is his one chance to become a superhero. Uh, he mentions Keanu Reeves, of all people. Big, big name right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 2019 is for Keanu. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll get on that later. He says that Keanu, you know, really inspired him. He wanted to be a hero. He, he was just, just coming off of the his whole ordeal with rehab and everything like that, and... The tone of the article is very skeptical. They, 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 they don't downplay the Iron Man movie, but at the same time, they, they, they say it. the entire time that this is a big risk for Marvel. And remember, at the time, Marvel did not own Disney. And it was the other first way time Disney did not own Marvel. Disney did not own Marvel, yeah. yes. And, right uh, now, you could probably say Marvel. 
owns Disney. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Disney the mouse not owns own, everyone. Disney did not own Marvel, and uh, we were at a time that, that this kind of movie wasn't unheard of, but for this type of budget and for Marvel Studios to actually take on producing the movie essentially themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not something that a lot of that's not something that DC Comics had done at that point. Uh, that's for sure. So it was a big what if this yeah. might flop? This might be great. Disney had, I mean, uh, DC had already proven that they could make wonderful superhero movies. The uh, the the uh, yeah, yeah the you know the the su- the Superman movies were amazing. Well, Man of Steel. No, I'm talking no. Superman. I'm ca- talking Chris Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Oh, oh, Christopher no. yeah, Reeves were amazing. Right. Uh, when they decided to go in the first dark um, Batman movies, with you know Michael Keaton turned out to be a great Batman. Right. Also, uh, Tim Burton's styling. Oh, yeah. it, you knew you were in a comic book movie, but it seemed so real at the same time that you could look at it and go. Mm-hmm. That's a fake set, yeah. but really, it's just, uh, it's so well done. The Tim Burton Batman, it was a timeless Batman. You never really knew what era what they era were in. Yes, exactly. that was like the was animated it? series. At, yeah. well, at yeah. time. You didn't yeah. know what time period they were in. Mm-hmm. Superman, Superman, you, you knew sort of what area you were in. Was yes. it yeah, between the Batman's. 60s or the 70s? Well, I like sure. to call, well, actually, much of a stretch, Batman. I would definitely say contemporary or futuristic. Mm-hmm. But Where is it? The best description that I can give to the Tim Burton universe and, and especially the animated series is future twenties. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, absolutely. Uh, it's Almost. You might, you might even say twenty twenty. Twenties punk. Yeah. Twenties punk. Twenties yeah. punk. Yeah. 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 Especially, you know, with the, the way the cops dressed. Uh, and then you still had those weird flying paddy wagons. Yeah. And you had the flying paddy right. wagons, but at the same time, you had. Blimps floating around the city. Yeah, like yeah. How long has it been since you've seen a blimp in New York City? You know, uh, it reminded me heavily of um, what reminded me heavily of that universe was. uh, Did anybody watch Fringe? And like the first couple times that they looked to the alternate dimension, I was like, "That's that's Gotham." But practically, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Now, on the other hand, Marvel's universe. Is set in a today. Yes. Period. It's very so in grounded. ten, twenty years from now, it's going to seem incredibly dated. Yeah. Because yeah. unlike the Batman, which will in many ways seem timeless. timeless yeah. Um, Iron Man and all Marvel uh, things that occur on Earth will have a very dated uh, look to them. I think you it, can stretch it for another probably five to ten years, but after that, because mm-hmm. the, they were showing off technology advancements that weren't here yet, but could be a thing, whereas uh, it's not going to last. Are it's you guys really familiar with The Hacksmith on YouTube? Yeah. Um, he does a series called Make It Real, where they take stuff from movies and try to make it in their shop and mm-hmm. make it do what it does in the movie. They've had great success with uh, Cap's Shield, both of them from uh, Endgame and the original one. Um, they've built several versions of Thor's hammer, one that they even took to a Tesla coil and were standing on the Tesla coil with Thor's hammer shooting lightning at Out their there. Captain America shield. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Is it the and same guy that built the working uh, propulsion? No. 
but they're connected. The Hacksmith's big claim to fame that really started the ball rolling on that whole show was that he was going to build a working Iron Man suit. He was going to fly like Iron Man. Um, and they went through jet engines and they went through EDF uh, engines and things like that. And they just they didn't have the funding. But there's a small company called Gravity that makes jetpacks. Mm-hmm. You have jets top and bottom of your arm and then a backpack set. And the same company made the Lexus hoverboard by the way. Yeah. Um so this guy had brought the hacksmith in to teach him to fly like Iron Man in this rig. And then later on, Adam Savage of Mythbusters built that guy an Iron Man suit. It just was aired the other day. Yeah. Just yes. came out, and he's flying around in his jet propulsion suit in an Iron Man suit, and it looks like that scene from Iron Man One where he's standing in the garage and figuring out how many percent just yeah. flies into the wall. And it works the same way. He can dial it in, and so he has a a test rig where you're attached to this crane, and he goes, "All right, we're going to put you at ten percent power." all you're getting that's all the power you're allowed so you pull the triggers if you pull them all the way back you're only getting 10 percent um he's got the heads up display for everything i mean this guy is all he needs is a bunch of rockets and some armor and he's iron man did he put in did he put an ai just like jarvis in it no uh he uses a standard flying heads up display so it gives your altimeter and your directions and you know and all that it'll name the weather conditions um but you figure people can use Siri or Alexa or Google Home. Hey, Google. Like, yeah. Okay, Google. Yeah. I Fly mean, me it Syria. would not be hard to put Alexa into an Iron Man suit. Like, hey, Alexa, <coughs> play get... ACDC for me as I land in a cool superhero pose. Hey, Google. Playing like... Thunderstruck. Thank you. Uh, hey, Google. Shoot to thrill. Yeah, shoot yeah. to thrill. <laughs> hey, Google, analyze Cap's fight pattern. Like, Cap didn't fly much. Fight. He's no, like, fight. He's said fight. From Civil War. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think Alexa has um, uh, Jackie Chan descriptive abilities yet, but uh, we'll see. No, but it, we're so close to having that ability of an AI that will do that. Um, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, the next five years, I'd say Baymax. somebody's going to put together a functional, non-lethal Iron Man costume. At well, the risk of... Um, Getting us back on topic. I was going to say. Yeah, it's safe say. to say that um, the Infinity Saga, as it is uh, known as, uh, it was very influential. I mean, on the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, not only did it, uh, it's, I, I would go as far as say it saved Robert Downey Jr., saved his oh, career. Oh, yeah. And, and it was a brilliant bit of casting. Oh, yeah. To oh. put Robert Downey Jr. in there because he was, in many respects, Tony Stark. Oh. Yeah, yes. and he is now, even after, you yeah. know, he's left the series completely, like went out on the highest note possible, Yep. if you think yep. about it. Like, yeah, they killed off the character, and yeah, it's sad, people are having, like, memorial services, but realistically, like, you couldn't have gone out on a better note. No. Because you would have been expected more, it, there would have been more expected from him, and realistically, he gave it everything. <laughs> Has anybody besides myself seen Game of Thrones? Who here? No. I, am I the only one who's seen every episode of Game of Thrones? Yes. And gone through the end of it? Okay. I've never seen an episode. 
then I will I will I will take this for myself. I loved Game of Thrones. I could not wait for every episode. And when I would sit down to watch an episode of Game of Thrones, I would I'd sit down, the ending would start, you'd have all that great music, you'd see the great animation and they start up, the show would start, all the characters, you'd watch that, and the next thing you knew, the episode was over. It's like, it can't be over, it just started. Now, I mean, I hear a lot of flack about the final episodes, how do you feel about that? I am not happy okay. with it, uh, with the last season. The, the last start. episode, I am not disappointed with. The very last episode, I'm not disappointed with. But the last season as a whole, it felt very truncated. Nothing I saw, I would say, was outside of what they would do in Game of Thrones. There was nothing that, that said, oh, they'd never do that. That's, everything in there makes should be in there. But it was so foreshortened. It didn't have the usual build-up. It didn't have the usual uh, feelings of they're really getting somewhere. Part of that, and this is what I was going to get, what I was saying about with the episodes finishing so quickly, is they did a very soap opera kind of thing. You would see a scene, a brilliantly intense scene. They'd cut away to another brilliantly intense scene with completely different characters, but a completely different storyline. At the end, the last season, all of those storylines are coming together. So you don't have that jumping from one storyline to another storyline. And so that had a completely different feel at the end. Very because, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, because everything comes back together. Everything is, is, is all one episode with all of the characters being in there together. So that also added to the feeling, hey... This has completely changed. And I do believe that's one of the reasons. Um, I was under the impression that it felt like everything just got shoved to the end of a sock. There was definitely that feeling. And it wouldn't have taken much to twist it up. Um, now, I happen to be the only person in the show that is a father. I have two grown children that are also very much into this. My daughter is working at becoming a writer out in Hollywood. She saw Game of Thrones. She's a fan of Game of Thrones. She saw that. And the scene in which uh, Daenerys gets all upset, she's won the war. She's, yes. Okay, so for those of you that don't watch Game of Thrones, Daenerys is the dragon, the mother of dragons, She is right? the mother of dragons. Amelia Clark. She is sitting on her dragon. She... The, the the battle has been has been won. They've every all of the swords have been thrown down, and she looks around, and for seemingly no reason at all, she tells her dragon to torch the city and the castle, and she just kills everyone. After she's already won, there seems to be no reason. As my daughter had pointed out, had they had had they simply had one of the uh, the scorpions, which were giant crossbows that uh, that the enemy had, had they fired that at the dragon and missed, but still had fired it at them, 
after seemingly surrendering. And they had one person who, who says, oh, no, I'm going to kill the dragon and missed. This that would have been enough. That would have been enough to have set her off. And Daenerys would have then torched the city and it would have made sense. It would have said, oh, my goodness, you're right. That's a terrible thing. And that's why she did it. Yeah. I feel like they, if had they played her, now I haven't seen the show at all, but from what you're telling me, I feel like had they played uh, Daenerys to be a little bit more unhinged throughout the show, that that could be a really cool scene. Like, uh, not in like a yes. good way, but I feel like they could they could make it work. She, uh, she, she just was lost old. it. Yeah. Sorry, Matt, go ahead, man. No, it was... Oh. Overall, the arc of the, the show leading up to this last mm-hmm. series, I, I have not watched it, but what I can gather is that she's generally a good guy, right? Generally speaking, she was a very good guy. She was against uh, slavery. She she, want, she was against tyranny. Uh, she was very much uh, a, a, a queen for the people. Extremely level-headed, if you will. Extremely level-headed, very thoughtful. Uh... She came into one of the problems that happens in real life. Those that are the fighters, and, uh, and, and I see this in Star Wars. I'm going to make a Star Wars analogy. Those who, who, are, who are the rebels, and they fight to free those that are, that are impre- oppressed. Well, once they win the war, now what? How do you then take what you've done uh, to free them and use that to rule. Yeah. And that becomes the problem. Because not everybody who can fight to free and take down tyranny can then turn around and run a government. Yeah. And, and then they build a you know, Death Star the size of a planet and blow up six planets at yes. once. Yeah. That's yes. no moon. <laughs> I will say that uh, since, since Star Wars has already been brought up in this, I will say that is one of the things that when we came up to the next three uh, the latest three episodes is like, what happened in Star Wars that made it so the Empire has come back? Yeah. Really? No, yeah. Why, we had a very what, good yeah. conversation about this, you and I, Joe. Yeah, it seems as if they had won the war. Yay, they've got the Senate back. They're now back in control of this uh, galaxy or whatever the star system is that they're running. You dance with all the time. And the next bears. thing you come back, we leave, the, the fans leave. Happy that they've won. The fireworks are going off. Uh, the Ewoks are doing minutes. somersaults. Everybody's happy. The ghosts, uh, the Force ghosts, are there uh, in whatever strange age ranges that they are. Um, and then we come back, and all of a sudden, all that they have won is lost. And I'm all, it, you're going to tell me it's all because of uh, one ticked-off kid who uh, has. Daddy and mommy issues. Yes, is 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 uh, and uncle is issues. There, is and there, he wants his grandfather. Oedipus, is there an Oedipus complex for your grandfather? Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, <laughs> if you think about it, and the death of a very valuable character in the seventh movie. True. Referring to Han Solo. Yeah, but no, that was but they we're talking did about that up well. to episode seven. Realistically, I loved 
The Force Awakens. I yeah. really did. Me too. Not as much as I loved Rogue One. I'll be honest about that. I'm going to get staked for that. No, but Rogue One no, was no, no. brilliant. No, no. Rogue One was brilliant. Yeah, I think the Look, consensus would be that <coughs> Rogue One is... Me, per- uh, me personally, I believe that they had to show a storyline between what happened between 3 and 4. They had to have shown that storyline. I agree. I agree. Well, at least but, as but, close but, but, to Let's four. be clear. Let's be clear. It's episode... Six and episode seven. That's that's true. Because that can be here. Here we're here we're going to have another problem with Star Wars. Are we talking about you know in in order that they are produced or in order that they are chaptered? I make a motion to always refer to the Star Wars universe in chronological story order. So okay, one, so we're two, produced three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. Not produced. Not, not produced. Chronological chaptered. story. Yeah, chaptered. 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 Okay, we will talk about them in chaptered form. But Just that's for the, the sake of clarity. Because of that, I, 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 so I, as, as long as we're, as long as that, I have no problem with that. I agree with that. That's that'll that'll work fine. Yeah. Like them or not, the the original, not the original trilogy, the prequels are probably one of the few reasons that we still have of the ability to enjoy uh seven eight and nine yeah no realistically because right now would be well comparing it to the originals whereas the prequels were i mean not god awful there's things from the prequels that i love but as a whole it makes it really hard to enjoy them you know what i hate sand it just, just gets everywhere, everywhere man. Sand. It's, uh, it's coarse. But, I mean, the, and, and that actually brings us to our next topic. You know, the, the, we are at the end of Star Wars. Uh, or at least mm-hmm. the Star Wars as we know it. Um, the, 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 the mega trilogy. Trilogy the, of trilogies, The yeah. trilogy of trilogies. Episode of Nine is this Christmas. <clears throat> yep. And I'll tell you what, it's been... I mean, I've had a, I've had a, a great running where... Christmas was a Star Wars thing yeah. for a long time for me. Christmas was always a Star Wars thing. We're not going to talk about the Star Wars Christmas special. That's that's a god-awful abomination. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, <coughs> Eric, are you old enough to know what the Christmas, the Star Wars Christmas is? How long ago was that? Uh, before, before Oh, that was in the 70s. That was, <laughs> B. Arthur was in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, she was. She played Boba Fett, right? No, but she dated him. Was, uh, uh, I mean, uh, does anybody remember the Star Wars Muppets crossover? Oh, yeah. yeah. I believe so. Oh, yeah. Well, well that's I, a natural Frank Oz doing Yoda. Yeah. Yoda. Yeah. yeah, Frank you Oz got Yoda. Yoda so. I mean, it made complete I'm not saying it yeah. didn't make sense, but I was just Well, Star Wars was almost as much a Henson uh, production. Pretty much. I mean, with yeah. the, the puppets. I mean, mm-hmm. Yoda and then even the Ewoks, I believe. Yeah, were. the Ewoks was all Frank. Well, not all Frank Oz, I mean. Yeah, but, but they were hints and hints and puppets. Hints and studios. It's a creature shop. Yeah, and that's that's where the prequels went wrong. Was the use of the CGI, which wasn't where it needed to be. Right, and they it was all practical and it was all wonderful. Workshop, practical, practical, practical effects. effects. How do you guys feel about uh, Yoda the Acrobat? I um, bought it, and here's why. It was a prequel trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. So it was already a few years earlier than what we knew Yoda as. 
Um, and if he's on a cane, being somebody that's on a cane all the time, you have those little bursts in you. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's how I get work done in the shop here is those little bursts. And then I go back to walking on my cane. Um, I am not a Jedi master, so I don't what? have the, uh, I don't have the added physical ability of a Jedi master that say master Yoda would have. I'm shocked, shocked. I tell you. So in reality, I think even if he was just channeling the force to be able to do that, I buy it. So I yeah. mean, I buy Kung Fu Yoda well more than Torpedo Palpatine. Yeah. So I um I actually thoroughly enjoyed um Bouncy Yoda. Oh yeah. I think I don't think of it as him doing backflips and stuff. I think of it him him just throwing himself around with the force. <laughs> with the force, the force. yeah, exactly. Force That's the first thing that he's I thought. He's just force pushing yeah. and pulling. He's, he's not flying really... like Iron Man, except instead of jet propulsion, he's using the force. Well, he's not flying, he's falling with, with style. style. Oh, which brings us to another end. Right, Toy Story, Story 4, 4 is coming out, and that's the end of the era, man. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, wait a minute. I thought Toy the Story 3 end. was going to yeah. be the end. Uh, so. yeah. We all did. We, we all cried all a lot of tears over that. Yeah. Oh, we did, and now um, they went Toy Story 4. So and I, I, went, guess I can't take so those I'm back. Not, I can't take that as, as I guess you could say Toy Story 3 was the end of an era. That, that was the end of Andy. Toy Story True. 3? And so True. Toy no. Story 4 I would probably are, are we setting Are we setting a new trilogy? Yes. Are we I starting so. a new era of Toy Story? Uh, Is Tim I, Allen I and feel uh, Tom Hanks going to pass the torch to the next toy? The I Sparky? feel yeah. like to Keanu Reeves. Well, Toy Story could be a never-ending story. No, not the never-ending story movie. Although those are good, too. Yeah. Um, but the Toy Story could be an ever-evolving franchise where you have the different toys of the era, although a talking fidget spinner might be too much for that. That would be a step too far. That's where I'm and I think the you're line. right. Toy Story could run for a long time if it evolved. I will watch Toy Story as long as the as the writing is good. I mean, yeah. once it once they start cheaping out on the writing of it. I'm out because that has always been very good. The writing, Pixar's writing is brilliant. Oh, it's hard to find a Pixar film that is... Cars. Well, it looks like we had more words than we had time, which is not unusual for us. So please come back next week to hear the continuation of this most amazing conversation we've having. If you want more content, then I suggest you go to our Patreon page and see what we can find there. Uh, You can find the links below. In the meantime, hope you have a great weekend. Bye-bye.